Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. We're gonna have such a good podcast. I want to give a big shout out to Karen Floyd Bachelor. I just want to tell you two that your podcast got me through a horrendous bout of isolation from my family when I had COVID last week. I was miserable, in pain, and missing my daughter. On day three, I decided to start listening to all your back episodes, and I laughed and cried a couple of times with Tommy. So thank you for the joy you brought me back into my life. I'm a dirty girl for life. So thank you, Karen. Oh, my God. Motherhood has made me such a softie. Oh, totally. I'd normally be like... Fuck that bitch. You guys are so soft. Yeah, you're lame. Welcome, you soft serve dirties, to a new episode of Till the Dirt with Tommy and MJ. What, what? Dun, dun, dun. You know, I make fun of you guys for crying, but I have to say, like, crying is the only way to release in your body. I mean, orgasm. Some people tell you it's therapeutic. Because, like, I'm not a crier to the point where I wish I could be more of a crier. When you were getting the shots for the IVF, it turned you into an emotional nutbag. And you would cry at crazy, crazy things. I remember we went to see uh, uh, Star is Born. Okay. Yeah, and you were crying. I thought we went to another movie that no. had the trailer for Shallow. No, no, no. That We went to see A Star is Born. But okay. You cried at the previews to Mary Poppins. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Listen. Yeah. The more I leave my house, the more someone is talking about hormones. Everywhere I turn, there's like some new girls in my life that are like in multi-decades. So it's like kind of amazing to have friends that are like very early 20s, then 30s, then late 30s, then 40s. Then I mean, it's like in 50s, 60s. So maybe I need to make some friends in my in their 70s and I hope I already have them and I don't really ask people about their age. Isn't your mother in the 70s? 
you don't you're not too friendly with her. <laughs> 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 what are we on? We on like we're on like day twenty seven where it's like you guys are still frosty <laughs> to each other. Well, as I said, I'm not touching that with a 10-foot pole. Um, we're moving on .org from that right now because that's on you, honey. You can go and figure out whatever progress you want to see in the world. <laughs> I'm, um, fine. I'm fine. Be the change that you want to be. Oh, be the change you want to see in the world. Okay. <laughs> yes. Um, okay. So this episode, today's, this week's episode is going to be kind of fun. I have to like start it off with like a little bit of things that people DM me about and a lot of people DM'd me for the um psychic the psychic intuitive you the, coach you said the wrong name <laughs> it was funny that like the name that I had for her was the exact same name as her name except different yeah it was her like her porn star alias name no so her name is Tiffany Strong I think. I know. I think you're wrong again, dude. Or no, so- Tiffany Power, and I had her as Britney Strong. Anyway, yes. it doesn't matter. But that's not what I was going to talk about. I wanted to tell you, there's like a lot of shifts in the world, and people say that life comes in cycles. So she told me that you and I are in a new cycle, which it's something that's already happening, and I've already been experiencing between us. Like, I actually noticed that you and I are like spending a little bit more time in bed. Like I'm giving you more head rubs. Like I'm putting myself, like I'm noticing like as the baby needs less attention, you can give your spouse more. Well, now, it's it's not less attention. It's just different attention. Like he-, he No, before, it's less. No, but I'm saying before it was like- there's a singular focus and it's just, he's always on your mind. Keeping him alive. Yeah. Like it's, you know, where whether or not he needs the attention, your mind still is focused on it. We're now. And drained from it. That too. So it's not. And overwhelmed emotionally, have nothing left your empty shell of yourself because. Well, it's not your nuts. Look, when your kid is out of a toddler, out of a crib, they can wake up and go pee themselves. We don't change diapers anymore. We don't have. There's so much. They are more independent. No, but now they need, you know, now he's talking, he's much more inquisitive and he has questions and he wants you to answer them. And it, like, there's, it's still the same amount of tension, in my opinion, but I just think it's less more. Like, they're more of a person where a lot of it was just put on your own mind. Like, they might not necessarily need something, but you have just thoughts running through your head no. about do they need this, do they need that, or is he okay? Or is it where now it's it's still like for me and as a dad to a son, like he, he wants to be physical, like he wants to play, he wants to rough house. So there's a lot more of that for me than there was prior. So there's still a lot of the tension. It's just, like I said, man. Well, thank God for that because I definitely am not one to wrestle. And I am glad that he has a father that is going to make him strong. And hopefully, like, I feel like you're doing what you're doing to make him be tough in the streets in in an early age. Well, it's not, you know, I'm not looking for him to beat kids up and take their lunch money but i just want him defend to defend himself yeah and, and be strong yes but wait before we go off too much i disagree with your assessment that it's the same but different no when they're in the infancy baby phase it's well, for a woman a lot and a mother more. i'm sure it's different i'm sure like every every waking breath you have to be thinking am i gonna is he gonna live how am i doing well, am i doing these things right <laughs> All I was saying was that I am glad that you and I are spending more time together. The intuitive that I work with, she's a life coach too. She does a lot of like 
great things for people. She was like talking in a way that made me think, yes, life is does work in cycles. Sometimes when you go through different patches of like ups and downs, you realize that right now we're seeing a lot of the fruits of our labor. You remember when your mother almost suffocated the baby? Oh my God. <laughs> she didn't, <laughs> we didn't like hearing like, cause everyone knows when you have a newborn, you can't put them in the crib with anything, right? Because they toss it and they could choke themselves and like, oh, she didn't like that. So she put them in the crib with a, with a, uh, uh, blanket. blanket, and we were literally sitting in the room together, me, Vita, and the baby. And me. No, you weren't there. You oh, were in the other room. I thought the bassinet no. in the kitchen. No, no, this is in the crib. Okay. This is in the crib, and I'm watching television. I'm not really paying attention. It was sports of some sort, and Vita's on her phone, and she has the blanket in there with her, and I tell her, you're not supposed to put the blanket. No, 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 no. He's cold. He's cold. He's cold. All right, cool, cool. <laughs> He's cold. Cool. So I'm watching TV, <laughs> and I turn my head, and the baby is literally has the blanket over his head. And he's like suffocating himself. And I'm like, yo, what are you doing? You know, so I, we get, take the blanket. She's like, oh, I can't believe he did that. I'm like, so you think they're just making it up when they tell you the things that they tell you at the doctor's office? You're right. She's, you're she, right. Yeah, yeah you're, right. you're right. You're right. You're right. Now I see. Now I now see. I so it only, it only took him almost dying for her to be like, oh, yeah, now I get it. Bro, I'm never going to be able to chuckle at that. Yeah. Um, but well, you're right because... My mom, okay, you guys know in the newborn phase when they have spasms and those might like, that's why you have to keep them in an empty crib so that they can't like have like a muscle spasm and then suddenly there's something on their face. So we use these um, Ollie swaddles and that, you know, you strap them in with Velcro. So there's, you know, no fuss, no muss, right? But... If there were those other ones, those Aiden swaddles, then they can like kick it up. And then next thing you know, there's a blanket over Go, their face. Going back to the broader point, and the reason I even brought it up was that my wife, when she was talking about as to open the show with the stresses and whatnot, it was even more stressful in her situation because, again, as just witnessed and said, her mother has the parental instincts of a jar of mustard. So it's yes, not like she could it, lean yes. on her. My mom will tell you that something is just absolutely wrong, even though she's wrong. Yes. To the extent and the extreme of uh, infant's safety yes. and survival. Yes. And she'll yes. Yes. also yes. get mad at you and start shit with you. Yes. And again, you could tell her, you could show her examples on the internet, but until she learns that lesson firsthand, she's going to go with what she believes is right. From 40 years ago. Yeah, yes. And she said that she's never picked up a baby since. Like, this is Shams is, MJ was one, Shams is two. You know what I mean? Like, and, and but, uh, yeah. But no matter what it is, yeah, but no matter what it is, unless she's speaking with a professional, like a doctor or a lawyer or an accountant, a CPA, like she's always going to think she knows. She's going to think that whatever her answer is or whatever her belief is, is the right one. So um, she, it's just, like I said, it's, it's anyway, uh, it's just crazy how many people will tell me like their mother in law is in town and it's just stressing them out even more. Or like, or you have, it feels like the polar opposite. You have the ones that are like, oh my God, she's amazing. She comes in, she has like, she's practically like a pediatric nurse, you know? So like, what happens? Like you just, you know, it's the luck of the draw. But Totally. Yeah. 
the fall season is busy. It's in full swing. It's here already. And you know what happens? We've got back to school, back to work, trying to get our fitness in gear, trying to get organized again. We're juggling so much. The holidays are already around the corner. If there's one thing that I need is to save time, save money, continue to eat healthy. And when I get stressed out, I need food that's fast, but good for me. You've already heard us talking about Factor, which is America's number one ready-to-eat meal kit. And Tommy cracks me up because he doesn't, he's never willing to try anything. He thinks everything is terrible, but he loves Factor. I'm impressed by the fact that they can make zucchini taste so delicious. For me, honestly, to be able to eat something that's already in my fridge, that's already going to have vegetables. And for me, I like to eat meats too. And the fact that I can just heat it up in two minutes, it's just so good. So if you're like me and you're too busy to cook and go grocery shopping, but you want to make sure you're eating well with Factor, you can skip that extra trip to the grocery store and all the chopping, prepping, cleaning up and you know, running the dishwasher, then you have to empty the dishwasher. I mean, it's so much time that we can save by having factor with nutritious quality food, never frozen meals that they're, they're just here. They're ready in two minutes. They come to your door. I mean, listen guys, this is how you crush goals. Treat yourself to upscale meals with premium ingredients like broccolini, leeks, truffle butter, asparagus, and it all tastes so delicious because it's fresh. If you're looking for a calorie conscious option during the busy season, like me, honey, try the delicious dietitian approved calorie smart meals with around or less than 550 calories per serving. Head to factormeals.com slash the dirt 50 and use the code the dirt 50 to get 50% off. That's the code the dirt 50 at factormeals.com slash thedirt50 and get 50% off. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. I am just wanting to say I'm fucking into this whole you and me again. I saw this teenage couple. Teenage? At, yeah, they were, they were teenagers. Oh. They were like 17 years old. Oh, was she pregnant? Shut up. <laughs> Fuck. I saw this like cute young couple in love at the commons walking and the girl was like stretching her neck out like a giraffe to be able to just like kiss him while they were walking. And I was like, you know what? I could, I could become that obsessed with my husband again. Like we're on our way there right now. Oh, look at that. When Ah, you, you you can stretch up and kiss me though. You're very tiny. (laughs) You're very tiny. I do have a very long neck, though. 
No, like I realized that I will never complain to Dr. Donna again about how do we date? How do we get quality time again? Because she taught us so much stuff about how to do it. So she said, for example, how like when you go out on a date, you have to actually be on a date. And I was watching The Real Housewives of New York, New Era. Stunned. And this girl, her name is Jessel. And she goes out on a date with her husband and they have two young kids. That was the one I was saying, why are all the girls rallying around her and shaming her for not having sex in the first year of marriage with, sure, with twins? Sure, In the first year of twins. So it, listen, these, these two are out on a date and it reminded me of what Dr. Donna said because all she did was sit down and say, oh my God, I'm so tired. <laughs> That's not sexy. Oh my God. What are the kids going to do? And like you just saw like the husband was just like, get me the fuck out of here. Yeah, but in her defense, in that first year, man, it's tough. It's tough to turn that off, especially with twins. It's got to be, you know, we just talked about what it was like. Totally so in her defense, be, yeah. that date. But Dr. Donna taught me because otherwise we didn't even know, you know, we married people with young children don't even remember. We don't even know. We like unlearned it. Well, listen, I think the times also dictate a lot. I was seeing, I was watching a part of a documentary this week and it talked about, you know, 30 years ago for, or, or 50 years ago, you had six, seven kids because they were there to help yes. with whatever it is you were doing. Yes. And that's been raising. That keeps being tapered down. Right. One, in, one of it is about, you know, quality of life, being able to afford it, the time. Now, you know, on average, kids are having like, I think it's 1.4 kids as opposed to back then so things change a lot right. so i think a lot you know the attention that you didn't have for seven kids because how is that even possible now is all getting focused on one, one kid you know what i mean so it's part of the reason that these kids you know we don't ever want to see them suffer we don't ever want to see them have to go through hard times if the teacher says that they did something bad it wasn't the teacher uh, i mean it wasn't the kid it was the teacher you know what i mean it's a, well we're not going to be about that right? hell no dude i think i'm just happy that i'm plugging in things that i've learned and i'm seeing it pay off like that i can tell the difference because now, if somebody were to say to me, like, well, like I saw in the example of them going out on a date, Jessel and her husband, like, you're not supposed to do that. You're, you're supposed to keep it romantic. Like, oh, how do you expect to like walk down the street and want to make out with somebody when like you're worried about your child running into traffic? Like you can't, right? Those two kids were 20 years old. They didn't have a toddler running into traffic. So, you know, I'm freaking happy, man. And I'm, and I'm into it. Good. But um, can we talk about a little bit of gossip? Because there's some shit going down. And this isn't even what people are talking to me about DMs. I just got to tell you. Back in March, Heather McDonald and Megan had a little scuffle in Palm Springs. And a lot of people went to the Heather McDonald side because she has a big following and on her big podcast, right? And she does daily podcasts, right? So it's easy to get your information out there when you're talking about it every day. Yeah, you know? Megan doesn't have that. Megan yeah. does guesting on yeah. Jeff's and she's, a most people that you ask, do you know who Megan is? They say, who are you talking about? Yeah, but most people, when you ask, do you know who Heather McDonald is? They say they don't know who you're talking about either. In the sphere that you're talking about, they might have popularity, but outside that sphere, people don't know who the fuck they are. Most people know Jeff Lewis from Flipping Out. You have to say 
Jeff Lewis from Flipping Out from Bravo, and they'll know his old partner, Jenny Poulos, that he used to do the show with. But then Megan is still kind of like not so much of a big TV personality. But again, but you're, my talking, point is, you're taking a, a liberty here to say that, if, again, if you're talking about most people that watch Bravo, I think that if you talk about most people, they don't know who the fuck any of the people are you're talking about. So my point is that back in March when that falling out happened, there was a lot of collateral damage. It was awkward. Like you don't know you know, how everyone's doing and feeling. And then here we are five months later and suddenly Justin Martindale, who's a stand-up comedian, took to his podcast to say, back in March, some shit went down between Heather and me. And I've kept quiet about it. But then Heather McDonald took to her Patreon and people have been screenshotting Heather, liking all of the comments of people that are either being mean in a bullying manner or negative toward her friends and agreeing with them and hearting and liking and all of that stuff. So it is not a good week for Heather McDonald because now Krista Lamas and her are taking a break. Jeff, I think, is also one of the people that she was screen shooting and blaming. And it kind of redeems... Megan, who took a lot of heat because Megan doesn't have the platform that Heather has. Jeff does, you know? And it's just like, um, I don't know, bro. It's just not, it's not looking good. A lot of my friends that listen to Heather's podcast are like, wow, she was so convincing. She was not supporting Justin Martindale and wanting to like do like an LGBTQ awareness post. And she was just I don't know. And so there's all this back and forth with Heather and Megan and Justin. And she's saying things about friends that are close to her, like Jeff and Justin, that are not necessarily true. I think Krista Lamas is in the mix. And so today she posted a friend who becomes an enemy after a little misunderstanding has been an enemy all along. They were just pretending. Okay. So I hope that they all figure it out. And like Krista said, I hope Heather figures it out. Shout out, prayers up, you know, deuces, whatever you want to call it. I'm not being insensitive, but you just look so disinterested and bored that I like I'm ready to move on. Okay, thanks. Okay. Thanks. Okay. Put me out of my misery. <laughs> okay. Uh, Fine. Fair enough. But uh, this one is major. Oh. Okay. Yeah. Carl and Lindsay from Summer House. And I promise it won't take long if you don't like it, but I'm telling you, Carl Radke from Summer House and Lindsay Hubbard, since season one of Summer House, have, he, he dumped her. He called off the engagement wow. on camera. No way. On the exact one year mark of when he proposed to her. Amazing. So like, what would you do if somebody dumped you like a couple of weeks before the wedding? Uh, probably save a lot of money. Well, no, they already made the deposit. Everything is non-refundable yeah, at this point. At that point, you should already... You should Including do, all of the guests' hotel yeah, deposits. you should go through with a party of some sort. Be like, I didn't marry that asshole party, but uh, you should do something because you ain't getting the money back, man. That's unfortunate. Do you think that you and I could be in the same room if one of us broke up with the other one? First of all, if you've tried no, to break no, up with breaking me... breaking up I, is one thing, but doing it like that on camera, there's... 
there's a premeditation to that. If you don't want to be with someone, the last thing you'd want to do is embarrass them on camera. If you, if, with all the other things that have gone on, you'd call them and say, listen, it's not like you wouldn't wait to do it on camera. You're a fucking asshole. One of, you know what I mean? Like that's just really trying to be more, For you know, TV. yeah. You're an asshole. If I was the father, who broke up with who? The guy broke up with her? Or she broke yes, up? he yeah, freaking broke up with her. First of all, Lindsay's character. If I were the father of the bride, I'd be on the internet right now looking on the Silk Road trying to find a hitman to go break the guy's legs. That would be me. What if your daughter is a an entitled bitch? I, you, you know that. You know that. That's your daughter. So you know that better than anyone. You got to be thinking, how the fuck did anybody ever propose to her? You know what I mean? I Look, mean... Maybe it's like the analogy of like a face only a mother could love. No, maybe it's the analogy that, oh, wait, I get to do this on TV. It's going to give me a little bit more shelf life on TV. And then I know what I'll do. I'll just break up with her on TV. And that's the risk that you bear when you deal with any of these reality shows, too. You look for people that are vapid, that are, you know, trying to get their moment in the sunshine. And, uh, oh, I know it'll be good drama if I ask her to marry me. I mean, I did that. I asked you to marry me on TV. So, like... I can't, uh, but, I was, I was, but I definitely would never break up with you on TV and be like, you know what, man, this ain't going to work. And when you gave me the vows and you told me to shut the fuck up, <laughs> I was like, that's it, I'm out. <laughs> I am out of here. That would have been a good time to it. Wait a minute. That would have made for great TV. So a lot of people looking at Carl and Lindsay because I think that they don't like Lindsay. And so I think her haters happy are looking for things that are inconsistent like when she acted surprised oh okay to be proposed to okay the, well, did she act did she act surprised when he broke up with her she's devastated okay good so yeah at least, at least that's true <laughs> um people are like really you were wearing like such a dressy you know shoulder padded but dress the to the beach the like same thing with you they were like it looked like you look because i was just I, gonna say that yeah. so Kiss, but nobody says that to me because they like me and i'm not i'm such a frayed person like i'm not i'm messy i'm too real but that day i was wearing a fucking flower crown and a white dress. Yeah. But I have to say. And when you watch it, it looks like you're waiting for me to go down on one knee. Like when you watch. I've watched it. Well, I've your seen speech it. does. You were giving a yeah. speech and crying. Yeah. Well, but listen. I'm a little drunk. But listen. Very. <laughs> but, um, but what I'm trying to tell you about that dress is that. I went to have an ethereal. Let's not forget. Shout out to Lauren, our showrunner. She was like, you're doing a born again. Yeah. Right. So she asked me, what do I want to wear? And I was like, I want to look ethereal. Cause then she was like, do you want to be in the coffin? And I was like, fuck no, I'm not going to be in the coffin, but intense. I will put stuff in the coffin that we want to quote, bury the hatchet. So I was like, I want to look ethereal. I want to look angelic. I was going for that. But then house of CB bandage dress, what's going to look good instead of wearing like a white Carrie dress, like the psycho Carrie, the one, what's the name of the movie? Carrie. Yeah, Carrie. Because um, now it's like Carrie Bradshaw or yeah. who is it? Yeah. I have someone so, dump a bucket of pig's blood on your head in the cemetery. Ew. <laughs> that would have been intense. Gross. That's Carrie. Oh, okay. You never saw the movie? No, I mean, I'm sure I've seen it. She's a psycho and blood, but no, no, that no, dress. No, they picked on Carrie. 
they picked on her and they made fun of her. And again, they dropped a bucket of pig's blood on her after they pretend gave her what do you when you win the prom when like you're the prom queen. Mm-hmm. That's what she was. They pretend as a joke, made her the prom queen, and then she goes on and she makes her speech and they dump a bucket of pig's that blood. That sounds on her like some seventies style gaslighting if I've ever heard yeah, it. Yeah, and then she turns on her uh clairvoyance and uh seeks revenge on the on basically the town. Well, I remember the dress. Okay. The dress was willowy and innocent with like Eyelet lace, maybe oh, some ribbon, some totally. like it was like a prairie neck. There was a bunch of eyelet lace, but those kind of dresses don't look that good on me because I'm not tall and lanky and mm. lean with flat tits, mm. which I wish I had. Mm. Which you would still be with me if I had flat tits. I'm not gonna carry it away. Okay, Carrie. Carrie, get it. Yeah. <laughs> um, but when I look back on it, I'm like, bitch, you knew. Because, like, somebody should have been like, don't wear that dress. Yeah. And not to mention that my whole entire stomach was out because I couldn't suck it in. I had also been drinking. What do you know? I mean, they also could have got a different angle, but they wanted the bended knee angle. Yeah. They could have, like, seen... Someone just could have been like, where is Spanx? Two, they could have had two stand-ins do it. Just two people that... Or you know, Spanx. Dressed like us. Or Spanx. Better shape. Or lipo. Yeah. Full of uh, head of hair on me. Oh, yeah. yeah. Well, you can do that. Oh. We follow oh. this account that's in Newport. You're using the proverbial we again. I, I follow an there account in Newport. There you go. And I've gone to them and shout out to Vantis. And there are so many things that you and I can both do wow. if we want a thicker, fuller, lush mane. You're, you're pretty furry. Uh, you're Persian. I, don't, I think you're all right. By the way, yeah. one of my girlfriends has a mustache. Oh, yeah. A mustache. And when I saw it, I was like, huh. shouldn't I huh. should be saying something huh. to her. But then again, she's not saying huh. anything to me huh. about my probably huh. nostril hair. Yeah, you do have, from time to time, you let one go a little long and it's like. Let Whoa. one? Like yeah. I never do anything about nah, any of my it, problems. It's not a bunch of them. It's like two or three. And it's like, no, wow, but I never. When you sneeze, it looks like a party favor. Thanks. Yeah. No, I but, never uh, do anything. So I need to do your, more things. What did you tell your friend? You, Nothing. You got some. You got some meat stuck in your. I was going to say your stash is coming in real cute. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Because it was pretty. Yeah. She's so pretty that like she literally looks pretty with it. Oh. That's oh. how pretty she is. Oh wow. And it's not anyone that you know for the sake of you know. Okay. So I don't have to tell the, her to protect the lives of the innocent. Yes. All right. One more thing. I saw Tara Reed like have her security or her security. assistant security <laughs> security. <laughs> Fuck you talking about security. Okay, I swear to God, security. I went to the fucking. Yeah. I went her to probation sh- officer, maybe. <laughs> Fuck security. U.S. Marshal with your fucking anklet on security. Yeah. Yeah. The Secret Service. They're walking around <laughs> keeping her protected. She definitely is. She definitely is a, a treasure, uh, an American treasure. We have to keep her protected. What was the name of that Tara show that Reed. she had where she could go on vacation for free on E? Something. It was like Paradise. Yeah, I think something oh like that. Oh, my God. Yeah. Listen, so it felt like we... Well, she st- replaced another show. like TRL? No, there was another E show okay. that did that. Okay. I can't think who it was. I think it might have been Cheryl Burke. Was it like Burke? Maybe. Some, Brooke Burke. I yeah. think that was the show. And they oh, had a for con- sure, Brooke and not they Cheryl. A, they had a contract. Cheryl was still in like elementary school. You know, but they had a contract thing and she like, so they didn't come back. So then they replaced it with Tara Reed. And, but like, 
Brooke Burke would go around and, and she not have, be trashed. Yes, that's exactly <laughs> what I was getting at. Like they had to cancel the Tara show do the because she would version. show up and just get shit faced. Yeah, you know what I mean. She's like, ah, oh, You know, Woo. Brooke Burke is in Malibu. She's at the Wellness Center. She's got an amazing brand. She's a fan of you and me. I wish you I, and I listen. I think we're fucking become, pretty, we're pretty popular in Malibu. First off, there was that one restaurant. I wish I remember their name right now. Malibu Fish well, Company or something. All we have to do is just go look in our DMs. No, because they're yes. in the, in our DMs. Yes, but they they rolled out the red carpet for us. Now today, I got a DM from the Malibu Cook Off from their certified account. So they're definitely listening to the podcast. Stop it. Yeah, they were like, can't wait to. Hear, have you guys come? Here's a. This is a. Oh my god! They gave a video of like what to do, where you need to go, where you know what's going on, what they have there. I have been so talking whoever's handling up. that account manages like listens to the pod. So shout, shout out, out to Malibu Cookoff, yeah. rain or shine, we yeah. are coming. Yes. we don't care if it's a little drizzle, well, my no, nizzle for even, shizzle. Not even. It's like hanging out in R. Kelly's backyard. So ew, gross! <laughs> Why you got to take everything to a drizzle. dark place? Just a little drizzle. So um. Brooke Burke, we saw her at the Soho House in Malibu, which is called Beach House. If you say so. When are we going to be join and become members of that? I don't know. She was so cool. Oh. She's healthy and amazing and looks like half her age and yeah. is like it's crushing life. So whoever was like, I know Can who I- will get to replace her, Tara Reid. I mean... <laughs> I don't know. That person, I definitely think, does not have a job anymore. I got to tell you. So, look, can I tell you my goddamn story? Go ahead. Okay. So, I go to Sheena's fucking podcast show, and we have to do a live podcast event there. I didn't even realize that it it's the same bourbon room that Krista, my friend... I use the term loosely, but remember the girl that came over to my house, to our house that night and hung out with me? And you were sitting outside? No, I don't. You don't remember? No. You make it seem like that's an isolated incident. She came over and you were like, what's that sound you make? <sighs> you, not that one. Not no. that one. It was aguga. Aguga. Yeah, you made like a sound effect like, damn, you're hot. As would, soon as she walked in the door. I would never do that to one of your friends and expect that I was going to live through the night. What the fuck are you talking about? You fully did it. Okay, never. And I did get hurt oh. because I was oh. just newborn phase. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's great. It was like as soon as we moved oh. in here and I was, that means I was six months postpartum. Oh. And it did make me uncomfortable to the point where yeah. Jeff invited me and you to when champs to Mexico. And I was like, um, Krista just got her boobs and her BBL and her, whatever she got done. And she's very out front about it. So I was like, I was like, Jeff, I don't think I could handle coming out anywhere with you guys with a swimsuit unless I got my, you know, Tommy tuck boobs and BBL because Tommy's not going to be able to control himself around her. Absolutely. And it's going to make me sad. Anyway, that was such a long time ago. My point is, Okay. You have one? Yeah. This is amazing. So I go to Sheena's podcast mm. with Nini, and there was an after party that we went to. Ooh. Nini's trying to bag a man. We were just both being open. Yeah. You know? Oh, you too. You're coming, trying to bag a man too. <laughs> coming from a place of yes. <laughs> okay. Coming from a place of fucking. Let's go check it out. See no, the, here's the thing. The podcast started at six. Yeah. Nini's it, been playing, laying thirst traps all over social media too. Dude. Yeah. Yeah, good she fun. She looks good. Good for Nini. Good for Nini. Get Shout out to Nini. it. Yeah. Nini. Yeah. Her, what's her ex-boyfriend's name? 
Ass face? Shit face. Yeah, shit face. Eat your heart out, shithead. Seriously. Yeah, man. Anyway, that's the funny thing is like, she and I were already out. The event ends at like eight o'clock and everyone's like, come, come, come. Let's go to this. Let's go to you this. Could you, tell you, this? you could tell they had a baby. You could tell they had a baby. You know what I mean? The podcast starts at six and it's over at eight. You know what I mean? Yeah. And yeah. so they were, well, because they had an event after. Yeah. Okay. That's and true. That's true. the event after is like, me and Nini were saying like how remarkable it was that we were both looking for excuses not to go. Oh. And everyone's like, what are you talking about? Like, it's fucking eight o'clock in the evening. You came here to Hollywood. Yes. She lives at a beach at a coastal city. And I'm like, dude, Nini, we can't not go. And she's like, you're right. We should. Like, what's the totally. matter with yeah, us? Totally. Yes. That we're literally looking for an excuse. But because it was so early, we had to go. And what day of the week was it? Sunday. Yeah. Sunday part, at six. That's partially the reason, too. Which is for eight, like we can't be home at nine yeah, no, or ten. I, I hear you. We're grownups, right? So suffice it to say, we go, we walk in. It looks like a nightclub. It's as loud as a nightclub. It looks like, and it's a rooftop, and it's a place called Melrose Place, on Melrose Place. Mm. And the vibe was very south of France, summer. And Ooh. like, it, I was like, is it midnight? Is it 1 a.m.? Like, oh. it was like that. And in through the crowd, like the crowded crowd that you have to like squeeze your way through, is Tara Reed. And her eyes are bloodshot. And her eyes are so piercing blue, but also bloodshot and kind of open and struggling to stay open and not closed. Okay. And she sounds like the terror I know. (laughs) You took a time machine and you traveled back in time and you saw Tara Reed circa. 2000 whatever yeah not to you know kick people while they're down or whatnot but like i've bumped in and i've been around tara reed a bunch when i first moved to town and she looked like you know the town was hard like for example Lindsay lohan i would see all over town too Lindsay played it off way better you know, like when she was in party mode, she let, she didn't look as bad. She didn't look fucked up. Yeah, she looked, you know, like people out. Girls drink and whatever. She looked she looked no worse than you any of the times you've been out having a few drinks. You know, where Tara Reid looked like the fucking, the, the back of the bar spit her out. You know what the, I mean? Because the thing is, like, she's got, like, her waterline of her eyes are bright pink or red. And so it would just show. I guess, yeah, I guess. I guess it's but like looked, having hives or something. Yeah, yeah, I have a friend like that that she, you know, just can't. She she looked like, like maybe the should end of wear. Night, yeah, the end well, of the night, like her shoe was off. I'll you tell know you. what I mean. Fucking, she don't a, know where her bag is. A she needs better hair. Her and hair was always the first giveaway. Security helps too. It's better security. <laughs> no, like Tara Reed's hair looks disheveled. It looks sweaty. It looks like someone hasn't brushed it. Her extensions are not natural enough. Her color is not natural. Those are the giveaways. Like when you're not taking care of yourself before you leave the house. Yeah. But I mean, a, a, like a titty that just got out of surgery that was on the carpet that accidentally stuck out. Yeah. Like I could, I could dig that. I'm like, no one can blame her for that. Yeah, yeah, that happens. Okay, so the last thing I want to say is we are praying that Travis Barker and Kourtney Kardashian are okay because last night everyone was talking about him having to cancel a tour and rush home to be with his family for an emergency, and Shayna Mokler, who is down the street from us, was 
on TMZ saying that it's not her family. So we just don't know. And of course, it makes you sad. No matter how you feel about somebody, we love the yeah, Kardashians. She's, she's, we don't like it. doesn't matter. She's older, man. So like anytime they're going to try and go down this, pregnant, this pregnancy path, there's a, it's a lot of hurdles, dude. And uh, and know. we don't know if if it's even Courtney. But, yeah, yeah. But like it's but just... that's it's where just, your mind goes to. Right. When now, Shana for me, says... For me, from a personal standpoint, being in the... I've been in his shoes. So that's where my, you know, my thought process would immediately go to. Hopefully it's not. Hopefully it's something else. Hopefully, you know, someone tripped their alarm at the house and they had to go check it out. And cancel future tour dates because he canceled like not just that night. He canceled like a few in the future Mm. in other cities. Mm. And I just want to say when somebody gets pregnant for the fourth time, you can get pregnant easier and carry better because your body's already carried babies. So if you get pregnant at whatever age she is for the first time, it's a little different. It's a little more dicey. But, but when she's you got, had other kids. But because it's her fourth pregnancy, her body already knows what to do. Well, I think I, that I'm not a doctor, yeah, but I think that's a, statistically, can't. I think that's something that doctors but say. But you don't want to speak in generalities like that because there's a lot of women out there that listen to the pod and they, you know what I mean? They might, everyone, women are different, man. You guys are fucking all nuts, number one. And uh, you, gotta, you guys are perfect. Yeah, you guys are so like the, the the inner workings that's going on there. What's going on in the hood on a lot of the vehicles out there? Like you can't speak with generalities. One mechanic can't solve all your problems. Can I tell you, just when you think that you're married to a stubborn mule, mm. all of a sudden you wake up one day and you're married to a pretty much different man. No, same man. I'm awesome. You're lucky. So. Ever since, I don't know what happened. I don't know what the shift was. I attribute it to this overall shift that you and I are in this like beautiful new cycle. Well, for one. We're flirting. I'm giving you more head rubs. We're having more, some kind of a little sparkle in our eyes for one another. For one is sleeping better. I've been telling people for fucking seven years, dude. People don't listen to me. I don't sleep like I don't think you understand how terrible your life is if you don't sleep. Oh, I know. And I don't think you do because you shouldn't be that fucking shocked about what's different. Oh, he sleeps. You know what I mean? Like I like I said, man, I didn't sleep for a real long time. And uh, the device fortunately works. The device that I have works. It helps me sleep. Um, I definitely feel way more rested every day. You know, the ear pain still does come. That has not gone away completely. Uh, you know, if I talk a little too much or whatever, if I get a, like, if I have an argument, I went by my buddy's house the other day and we're well, not an argument, but you know, we were both talking about, there was three of us, one being louder than the next talking about fantasy. And when I drove home, my ear was killing me. So like though that type of thing, it's still, it's still there, but I'll take the trade off any day of the week. A lot of people have been talking about sleep apnea and snoring and their spouses leave the bedroom and sleep in a completely different room every single it. night. So a lot of people handle it. So it ain't no joke. It's way more common than I think. And you're very lucky that I sleep through anything. I mean, I like your snoring. It's fine. It doesn't bother me. It truly doesn't. <laughs> you sleep like you got shot with a fucking tranquilizer dot. A tranquilizer, a tranquilizer dot. Yeah. 
Tranquilizer. The other night, you definitely got shot with a with a dart, dude. Because I didn't sleep the night before, oh, okay. and it was miserable, and I had to wake up at the crack of dawn. Oh. So, oh. thank God I slept like oh. a tranquilizer gun. Yeah, a tranquilizer gun. Tranquilizer gun. Yeah, you're lucky that I like your snoring. Okay, my point about you being a completely different person, by the way, do you know what it is? No. Okay, you telling me to put my things away is music to my ears. The fact that I come home or you come home and you kind of like look around the room and like clock it to see like how, what condition, and you've been making more of an effort, improved effort, not always because it did smell a little bit in the bathroom, but you've been keeping things in order. You've been calling me out to keep my stuff out of the living room. You've been keeping the bathroom, your bathroom cleaner more often. I just got to tell you that is amazing. Keep it up. We love it. Uh, yeah. Um, I okay, wanna- Sybil. <laughs> <laughs> so without further ado, I'm so freaking excited that you're going to put Malibu Beach Club on our manifestation vision board. We're going to come to fruition this time next week. We're going to be this much closer to becoming members of our community because we love it out here. Uh, Listen, I want to give a big shout out to anybody that bought the book, man. Uh, Personal shout out to Jennifer Metzler. Um, Rock star. You are a fucking rock star, man. I don't know if you're a dirty or not, but I do know that she bought so many books this week. Now, you know, like I said, I've been trying not to post so much about the books. I feel like that's the only thing I post about. And I don't want to feel like I'm begging people to send books for kids. Uh, But I really didn't have many left going into September. She bought a ton of books. Uh, She basically helped me, you know, like I said, I got all the kids that I have. She basically took care of a month on her own. Uh, So shout out, Jennifer. I really, really appreciate you. You're the best. And uh, I love an opportunity to see Tommy get tearful and anybody that uh, purchased my book, The Best Hug in the World. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I really, really appreciate you. So far, the numbers have been really, really strong. I'd like to keep that up. Like I said, I have a goal. I want to reach that goal. And uh, the hope is that, you know, if you guys out there keep going out there, picking up the book, I could get to that goal. And anybody who did pick up the book, please review it. Uh, Even if you think it sucks, just put, give me the review because the review helps push the algorithm. So thank you. You got anything else, lady? Um, So excited. I hope you hear the pitter patter of our, my favorite little steps that I could ever hear. Shams didn't want to come down. He's just, no, he doesn't. So cute. Yeah. Wait, what? He's watching TV. Hi. Hi. Um, you guys, Cousin Ziba is here. It's Girl Cousin Weekend. My cousin looks like a freak already, right? Uh, Put a microphone okay. in front of us. It gets real wait, bad. Wait, wait, wait. So why don't you give your mic to one of Take the girls? Take it. I'm done. They See you guys yeah. next week. I proudly present Cousin Ziba, Layla, and Isla here. We want to get them on the mic because, you know, it's not that often that we get to hang out. Hey. So, um, hey, 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 girl. Hey, girl. Hey, everyone. Everyone. Hi, work it. Shout out. I'm a behind the scenes type of cousin. Slay all day, star cousins. Yeah, that's from Layla. And Isla. Not from me, sorry. We're about to go to the Malibu chili cook off. We're so excited. Even though it's drizzling. Are you going to talk or are you going to do all the talking? 
So how do you guys feel? How was the drive? How do you guys feel about the weekend? Is it annoying to be here or do you like coming down? I like coming down, but the drive was really long. It was eight hours. Yeah, I love coming to LA and like visiting like Champs and all of them, but like normally the drive is six hours, but the drive was eight hours. Well, you know, you drive on Friday, Labor Day weekend, maybe not the best time to go for a ride. Not the whole time, but Layla was listening to Taylor Swift the whole time. Okay, so now now that it's behind you, what happened when we guys when we came home? Well, we painted and then um, we chased. We were like chasing Shams, and Shams was chasing us, and we were playing like bad and good guys, and and then we like read to him a couple books, and then he went to bed, and then yeah, yeah. and then this morning just. We got coffee bean and hung out with Shams and watched some TV and play. Oh, I have a question. So I know how you guys like to take a shower in my shower because of the extra nozzles, Mm -hmm. but I did a like a major deep cleaning Mm -hmm. for maybe like three days in a row because I wanted it to be nice for you guys. Did it seem no? Did it seem clean? Yes. Yes. Everything. Oh. Yeah, 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 yeah. Just wondering. You could be brutally honest. That's what I yeah, depend yeah, on you clean. for. Yeah, okay. So I was going to... No. <laughs> you did great. No. <laughs> She's got her creepy voice on, like the watcher. <laughs> um, just like talk just normal. Okay, I'm normal. Hi. Okay, I have... Oh no, I have a question for... No, but the reason I brought up the <laughs> is it clean enough is because everyone who listens to the pod, all the dirties know that... I talk about your mom every freaking week, okay? Mm -hmm. All the things that she teaches me, all the support. Like, there is a person in your life that you check in with every day. And I think there's a term, like, you're like each other's, like, rock or safety or some type of, like, you unwind with each other. There's a term for it, and we'll come up with it. Yeah, like... Yeah, give her the mic then if she's... Yes, I'm and your, your person. It's supposed to be like your anchor or something. And so... Yeah, like your rock. Yeah. Yeah. And some of the hacks that I've learned in life that will have to do with like practical application of life. Like you want to get in the road, this is what you do. You want to like pitch a tent, this is what you do. Like she'll give you specific step-by-step practical application of life that stays in your head every day for the rest of your life. So you're yeah. always taking a piece of Ziba with you and your life functions better because of it. Mm-hmm. So I was going to like spray, you know how like on TikTok you'll hear like, this is not the way you should be cleaning your shower glass. You should be using this. And they do like a solution where they'll take their own spray nozzle and you'll put something in it. Yeah. <laughs> and you'll put some solution in it. Like you do your own DIY. Oh, yeah, yeah. Like yeah. maybe it'll have like baking soda or vinegar or bleach like or water. comes out. Yeah. So, so yeah, so that the soap scum will come right off the window. So like if there's fingerprints or raindrops. Mm-hmm. Distilled white vinegar is a good one for that. Is that the one that smells? Yeah. yeah. Oh, it does? That's the one they use in science class for like... So is the shower going to be stinky though, huh? Yeah. Well, yeah. Briefly. I mean, if you rinse it with water after, I don't think it will. It's worth it yeah, like it's a lot it. of things that are like stinky, they like a lot of things that are stinky, they actually like they help the most. Oh, that's true. Yeah. Okay, so I want to know how we're going to go to this chili cook off in the rain. 
did you know that they shouted us out? So we're like for sure going. I don't know. So um, thank you guys for tuning in. Please share this podcast with anyone that you think will enjoy it because we all know it's more fun to talk about your favorite pod when you can talk shit with one of your friends about it. KK, love you guys. See you next week. Bye. 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 Thank you so much for listening to another episode of Till the Dirt with Tommy and MJ. We're so happy you're coming on this journey with us. It would mean so much to us if you would rate our show, give us five stars, leave a nice comment, and subscribe so you can stay up to date with all our new episodes. If you go to our website, tillthedirtpodcast.com, you can sign up for our mailing list and also be sure to check out our merch. Follow us on all platforms at Till the Dirt Podcast and on YouTube at Till the Dirt with Tommy and MJ. See you next week, dirties. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the Roaring Twenties. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.